0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. I am your host, Jazz Ortiz, and today we have a very special guest. The love of my life, my soon-to-be wife, and my favorite person in the whole world. None other than Allison Adcock right now, but soon-to-be Ortiz.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me, finally. Behind Scott.
0: How excited are you?
1: I mean, it's so finally excited. finally About to wet my pants. I'm so excited.
0: Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pull it a little closer to you because it looks like you're leaning up.
1: No, oh, I'm just short and that's the way my body's built.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a uh, crazy few months recently, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, to say the least.
0: With uh, planning a wedding during COVID and trying to maintain a social life even with a lockdown going on.
1: Yeah. It's been super exciting and stressful.
0: That's what I, uh, that's what I wanted to get uh, started with first was uh, what's the process been like uh, from a woman's perspective? Because I feel like, uh, you know, guys say a lot when they're uh, about to get married that they're very busy and they're uh, stressed out with the wedding uh, planning. And I can say from like my end, I'm stressed, but I I see what you do, and I feel like for the woman, it's ten times harder. So uh, tell me what your perspective is.
1: Well, it's just a lot of front-loading, pre-planning stuff. Okay. Um, I was going to make a joke and say, I don't know why you're stressed because you really hadn't done much, but I felt <laughs> like that was rude for my first time, <laughs> time
0: on. I mean, so compare uh, when you compare the the woman's workload to the men's, I mean, it's... I mean, it's very.
1: I mean, you went and got fitted different. for a suit, and that's about it.
0: That's that's probably the last big thing I've really had to do. All the other stuff have been like, you know, do you care this color? Do you care this font? And I'm like, eh,
1: yeah, sure, why not? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's been um, it's been fun. I mean, I really can't say too much bad about it. I yep. think it's been fun. I mean, and exciting. You know, but I like stuff like that. I like throwing parties. I like. You know, decorating, getting stuff ready, so that's been fun. Financially, it's been stressful. Yeah, that's been the the biggest stressor.
0: Oh yeah.
1: You know, but um, other than that, I think it's been really fun taking Mama and Amber with me. You know, to do all the stuff and doing the bridesmaids' dresses and all that. That was really you know a good time because we try to make a party out of everything. You know that. Yeah. But um, yeah, just financially, it's been the most stressful part, and um. RSVPs right now. That's the stressful part. Oh my god! Because everybody's on my ass about well, how many people's coming? How many people's coming? Well, I don't know.
0: How about y'all respond? Yeah, I, mean,
1: I have no idea. I'll you know BRB get back to you on that.
0: Right. What um what has been your favorite part about the planning process so far?
1: My favorite part. <clears throat> um. God, that's hard. I think trying on dresses was fun. I know a lot of girls say that that's stressful and and it was. There was a certain amount of stress to it, but I loved it. I mean, I love to dress up, so it was fun for me.
0: It takes you back to being a little girl, and well, you know, I've always kind of felt like I was dresses. a Disney
1: princess. So exactly, you know, I'm just some a real life Disney princess right now.
0: Who, um, when you were a little kid, which princesses did you want to be?
1: Oh, for sure, Cinderella and Belle.
0: Bale, which one's Bale? I forget.
1: Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Because that's where you wanted to go for um, when we go to Disney. Yeah. Our honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last big thing I did, um, for the wedding was fit, got my suit fitted, and the desserts, yeah. because you know, desserts is my expertise.
1: Exactly.
0: You know that is the field that I dominate
1: in. Exactly. That's why I left the decisions on that up to you. You know, with my guidance of course. Of course. Um you know, cuz I don't care about desserts as much as I do. Well, really at all.
0: They are a passion of mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah.
0: So um what we've decided to do for our uh, wedding cake since we don't like um uh, cake as much as other people do, um, or having a cheesecake, which we both love cheesecake very much, so what do we decide to do? We're just doing a plain cheesecake, is that what we said?
1: Yeah, like, you know, Connie makes cheesecake. those, the little mini ones that are uh-huh. so good, she's just going to make a regular sized one of those, just right, for us.
0: Right, right, so um, we'll just have a plain cheesecake for us, and then what uh, What we decided to do was we got a um, local we got a local bakery from uh, the town we live in, uh, in uh, Eden, to make a dessert bar that would have, all right, you're going to have to help me out with the uh, the flavors. There was, I know, banana pudding cupcakes because.
1: Yeah, I think there was um, a strawberry flavored one.
0: Strawberry. Oh, yeah, because you like the strawberry.
1: Yeah. And then chocolate. That's the one you were excited about. Oh,
0: well, no. Not only chocolate. Bavarian chocolate with the little stuff in it. Whatever yeah. that filling is. Yeah. And um
1: Um and then we're doing pecan bars.
0: Yeah, well, that was more your decision, but
1: Well, you know, I'm trying to get something for everyone, not just for you. Well,
0: I mean I am the groom.
1: Oh, God. Um, and then <laughs> what else did we do? Um some cookies. And my favorite part that I'm the most excited about are the different flavors of pies. So we're doing you know, the little cobbler and the little key lime pies and the little banana puddings. Oh,
0: okay. So the uh, banana puddings and the key lime, that wasn't cupcakes. That was pies. Right. That's going to okay. be
1: little individual pies. We
0: did that so long ago, I'd forgotten. I know. Because I remember we tried the cupcake flavors and, we, and I think you had said, could you make like the like the actual banana pudding, not the, right. not the cupcake because we like the banana pudding. Yeah.
1: And maybe some brownies on there. I really can't remember. I feel like we're having so much stuff for dessert.
0: I know. We're in that uh, final stretch. We get married uh, April 17th, and today it's March 15th. So,
1: Happy oh. birthday, Hunter Tate.
0: Oh, shout-out, Hunter. Happy birthday. And uh, you know who else we need to give a shout-out to because she was very upset with us that we didn't give her a shout-out last time. That's Your sister, you. Amber
1: the matron of honor the matron of
0: honor the best woman the
1: best woman and the matron of honor amber adcock haskin
0: yes i feel like she deserves a very big shout out because she has basically anything that you haven't planned she's planned
1: <laughs> and anything <laughs> that i've planned she's helped plan she's so. helped
0: plan you know because she's uh she's already married and uh she has a little uh expertise in what we're about to do and uh, she helped us book our uh,
1: well and she has a degree in basically communications and public relations so before she went into teaching what she wants to do or wanted to do was be a wedding planner so Mm. well why not just let her have it
0: hey it's not too late you could always do it as a side gig you never know yeah
1: but mm, then we'd have to work on the weekends and I don't really care for that
0: yeah what do y'all save the weekends for? Drinking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was wondering if you were going to tell the truth or you were going to sugarcoat
1: it. No, going to Turks or yeah. going to somebody's back D- porch, D- and I mean that in a non-sexual manner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, she's been a lot of help. She uh, she helped plan our uh, bachelor bachelorette party. She's uh helped plan our honeymoon, which we're very excited about because it's gonna be it's gonna be me, and you, Amber. Ben, her husband, my best man, and Tyler, my other my uh, other best man. Okay, <laughs> grimmsman groomsmen. Groomsmen. No, I like to cons- I'd like to consider Tyler a uh,
1: second best man. I think I'd if like you do that, they're all your best men. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she just finished planning, executed um the best bridal shower ever I with know, we need to get into that. The other bridesmaids the seven other lovely ladies in my life.
0: Yes, shout them out! Shout them out!
1: Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot, and I'm trying to do them in order.
0: Paige.
1: Um. So you got Amber, Paige, Lindsay, Emily, Dawn, Tisha, Julie, and Jeannie. That's a lot of people. That's it's a eight. big wedding party. That's okay. It's more people to have fun with. Exactly. I mean, the more, the merrier, right?
0: I know, right? Um. Let's talk about your bridal shower let's do how was that
1: oh my gosh i mean it was amazing first of all the decorations were on point Mm -hmm. like it was so me so bougie yet not very laid back
0: very laid back but bougie
1: exactly which is straight up my personality exactly um it just looked gorgeous. The balloon arch. Oh my god,
0: that was very nice.
1: I just want one for every holiday, every party, everything. Now I want one. So keep that in mind for any gift you're trying to get me.
0: I know, right? Um, I uh, I looked at that arch. I was like, Allison, trying to be a Kardashian. You're right.
1: Here. You're right. Sure.
0: Sort of. That that's what you would be if in a different life you'd be a Kardashian.
1: It would, except I have the flattest ass in the world, so That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to let you girls down.
0: Uh, uh, just like Kardashians. Ain't nothing a little doctor can't fix.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Don't do my girl Chloe like that.
0: Yeah, you know. You know that's nothing but silicone back there.
1: Hey, if I had money I'd be fake too. <laughs> Um, No, the bridal shower was great. The decorations were great. We had, um, it was a brunch, so we had a waffle bar um, and a mimosa bar and donuts and other little things, ham biscuits, a veggie tray, little um parfait cups. It was great. The food was great. The decorations were great. The gifts, the people that came, oh my gosh, I did not expect that turnout. Yeah. I mean, we had like 60 people there. Yeah. I mean, you know, floating in and out, but yeah, shout out it. to Cafe Ninety Nine and Caterfest. I know. I mean, they they've been holding are killing it, it. Killing it every time. We yeah. use them for everything. If you've never been there, go there and eat lunch. Go to Caterfest. Get them to hook you up with something. Yeah.
0: It's been uh it's been great. They uh, they had this party for us and we had won want, we'd wanted a uh I wouldn't say it's a weird request but uh different one because we had our uh, bridal shower early we did ours from 11 to 1 and we wanted a waffle bar remember and um we also got um what else did we get i
1: just told him all that oh did you yeah you weren't oh, listening shocker sorry. shocker sorry. fans sorry <laughs> welcome to my life i zoned out <clears throat> if anybody would like to start praying for me now all prayers are welcome.
0: I zoned out. I was uh, I was too busy thinking about what I was going to ask you next. Oh, my God. But.
1: No, s- but they did our engagement party back in the summer, and they had all kinds of great appetizers, and they're just great. Yeah. If you get hungry, go by there. <laughs> if you're planning <laughs> if you a party, if you're planning a party, call them. Let them hook you up. It's great. <laughs> Talk to Sierra. She's been fabulous.
0: Right. Um. What else? Oh, and your dress. I loved your dress. It was so good looking.
1: For the bridal shower? Yeah. Oh, thanks. It was $12.
0: What'd you get it off of?
1: Um, boohoo.com. It's oh, um, a company it. out of the UK. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, I wore Boohoo. If you're asking who I wore to the shower, it's Boohoo.
0: It's Boohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my designer? Boohoo.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's where I got my mink from. Well, the man site. Oh, Boo yeah. yeah. Boohoo for men. <laughs> Boo for men. Um, that's where I got my mink from, but um, it was a fun time. And um, what uh, what else have we not covered about the wedding?
1: God, I think we've covered everything. Oh so my far.
0: gosh, how about loading our car?
1: Oh jeez, it was a lot, but everything fit, so we're good.
0: For uh, couples that are looking to get married, bring two cars. <laughs> if you're if you're having a bridal shower because we struggled to uh put gifts in our car. Especially like the big, uh, awkward shaped ones. It was so it was so hard to like make sure they fit in there.
1: Yeah. And make sure that the groom and some of his groomsmen come to the shower so that they can load all your stuff. Exactly.
0: That's why I had been in Tyler there. Right. Could you imagine if I would have done that all by myself?
1: <laughs> I can imagine how ill you would have been after.
0: Yeah. Mm, very, with right. a broken back. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask you, um, uh, during this whole planning process, what advice would you give to uh other women who are looking to get married? Like, what are some dos and don'ts? Elope. Yes.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, just have fun with it. Like, I mean, I've had a good time with. Well, for the most part, I mean, you know, there are parts that are going to be stressful for sure, but you know just have a good time in the end it doesn't matter what color napkins you're going to have because you're going to be married regardless right. so and that's the whole point of a wedding anyway is just to celebrate your marriage so just take it all in take a moment to take it all in and have a good time
0: what um what are some things you've done to uh save some money as far as uh decorations go and things like that how have you saved money uh in the wooden.
1: Um, well, I've made some decorations, mm-hmm. some signs, stuff like that. Amber's helped me um, with her little vinyl machine that she has to make stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been cheaper than um, than buying the stuff off Etsy. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I mean,
0: you've saved money on decorations.
1: Yeah. Anything else? And that's really it. I mean, I've tried to buy some stuff off Amazon rather than Etsy. Etsy's just sometimes it can be a little more expensive because everything's very custom, custom made. So, yeah. I bought a few things off Amazon. Or not had things that I wanted, you know, that that's the thing is you just have to cut some things out. If you're trying to budget, you have to cut some things out.
0: What, um what are some things that uh, you've seen other women in the past have in their wedding that uh, now you getting married, you go, oh, that was kind of unnecessary, like, I don't know if I'm going to need that. Mm
1: know if I can think of anything I think everybody has different styles yeah. you know what's important to to one person might not be as important to me so that's a hard question for me to answer because you know it might not be my style I might be more willing to let that go than something else right. something that I really wanted but we couldn't afford was um, fireworks
0: oh right
1: so in Rockingham County if you try to do fireworks like you know the legit kind um, you have to have a certain permit from the county that costs like $2,000 just for that permit. And I just wasn't willing to splurge on that. I wasn't willing to ask my parents or your parents or you to put forth any of that money. Yeah. So that would probably be the one thing I'd say that I didn't get that I really, really wanted. But it wasn't like, I mean, I cried myself to sleep at night about it.
0: Right. And um, I mean, it's not like we could have had him anyway because, you know, covid
1: well, I mean I think for a private event, we're on private property we could as long as we had that permit.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Well, um Allison, it's been great to have you on. Okay, bye. No I'm kidding.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: <laughs> so what um something else I wanted to get into. Last episode me and Scott gave the guys' perspective of our trip to Vegas. Now I wanted to get into your perspective, the bachelorette party's perspective of the trip i don't know if i had said it last episode but um we all rode out, we all flew out there and um we hung out the first day and then after that the guys did their thing and the girls did their thing so now that we have you here i wanted to hear your perspective of the vegas trip and what you enjoyed and uh all the things you did so how was
1: it Um, well, I thought it was great. I love Vegas. I know a lot of people don't like Vegas, but I love Vegas. I could go there once a month, um, and be fine. Um, the first day we got out there, you know, we kind of all hung out, went to the sign, took a group picture, um, hung out that night. Something y'all didn't mention was what we did the first night, which was rode the High Roller. So for those that don't know what the High Roller is, it's the biggest Ferris wheel on the West Coast or in the United States. I don't really know, but, um... It's an enclosed Ferris wheel, so all 16 of us got to be in there together, and it takes 30 minutes to go around one time, and so you're up above the city, and it was nighttime, and it was, um, it was just a lot of fun, and then, um, that was Thursday night, and then everybody kind of went their separate ways and gambled and ate, um, on Friday, the girls got up and went to, um, the Paris Hotel for brunch and ate brunch um at a little restaurant, the Cafe Americano there. Um, walked around the different hotels, went to Carlos and Charlie's, had some drinks, um, left and went to Gilly's, um, at Treasure Island, had a couple more drinks, did some gambling. Um, then we left and went back to our hotel rooms to get ready because Friday night we went to Fremont Street, it was wig night, everybody wore a different color wig, Um, we got a limo, went downtown, um, and ate at a restaurant, Whiskey Liquor Ups, it had this big patio that sat over top of Fremont Street, Um, ate dinner, people watched, you know, just had a good time, drank a lot, more than we should have, then came back to our hotel and gambled, everybody lost money Friday night. Um, Saturday. What do we do Saturday? It's like my mind is blank. Yeah, I went to
0: the chandelier. Oh, Saturday.
1: But during the day, we all went to the Link and played craps for like two hours. Oh, no, that was on Friday. Saturday, we went to the Venetian.
0: Oh, yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we went to the Venetian and played craps for a couple of hours. And, um, some of us won some money. Some of us lost some money. Um, then we walked around and hung out and then um a oh went to the chandelier the chandelier bar at the cosmopolitan it was a good time it's a three story bar inside of a huge chandelier so we had um a 2 hour open bar that got messy quick um we're in an awful cab ride i was pretty sure we were going to get sex trafficked they split us into two cabs and I was not allowed to take my gun to Vegas, so I was very uneasy, very uncomfortable. Um, Thankfully, we made it back. I had his name, his driver's license number, any um, distinguishing marks memorized in case I needed to, you know, try to help myself be found in the desert in the middle of the night. But it was a good time. Sunday, came home, super hungover. That was about it, <laughs> that was Vegas in a five minute snapshot yeah,
0: a very quick snapshot yeah um one thing that uh you had told me um I think it was at the high roller was before covid they had a um wasn't it like a 30 minute unlimited uh thing yeah so uh, open bar
1: they used to have full bars set up inside of the ferris wheels, right. And so before COVID, you paid your money, and your money included unlimited bar or open bar for the thirty minutes that you were riding. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I, it, it's hard for me to picture a bar inside of there. Because yeah. even with like, all, I wonder if they would have uh, decreased the amount of people that could go in there. Because could you imagine all sixteen of us in there with a bar also? Yeah, it would have be been tight. Tight. Be be tight. tight quarters. Um. Yeah, and um, tell them something uh, about Vegas that they might not know. Like, for example, I didn't know until you told me that uh, drinks are free if you're gambling.
1: Yeah, yeah, if you're gambling. As long as you're gambling, you can drink for free. Um, And when they bring you your first drink, if you tip the girl pretty good, she'll come back quicker. I learned that from my brother-in-law. I see. Um, A little hack? Yeah, a little Vegas hack. Vegas hack um my if I I just love to stay on Fremont no no offense against the strip I mean that is you know what people say it's the nicer side of Vegas but you know we like Fremont it's kind of more more our speed of people
0: you've been to Vegas a bunch of times uh
1: yeah
0: where uh what all what are all the places you've stayed at
1: we stayed at the Mirage. We've stayed at, well, what used to be the Monte Carlo. Now it's the Park MGM. Um, and then we've stayed at the Gold Nugget several times, which is at Fremont. That's where I like to stay. You know, they have a great club there, which obviously no clubs were open because of COVID. Yeah. But for me, Fremont, you have more things to do, more people to watch. If you get tired of gambling or you've lost your money like for me I set a limit and if I lose that limit for the day then I'm done I'm done gambling for that day so it gives me other things to do right at Fremont yeah
0: so um how many times have you been
1: oh gosh uh I couldn't keep counting five or six I think five maybe
0: five uh, or six yeah so you've been all these times and it still feels every time you go it still feels like the first time
1: oh yeah i mean i just love vegas
0: it's crazy because when uh when we went i um i couldn't believe what i was looking at like these buildings are crazy looking yeah like one place i'd love to go inside of is the excalibur i oh, mean yeah. it looks so fancy
1: and the inside looks just like the outside i mean it's like i mean crazy. it's decorated on the inside just like a castle
0: it looks like it looks like uh it looks like a kid's playground yeah
1: like. and it's connected i think that's the Excalibur is connected to the New York, New York, mm-hmm. and so you don't have to go outside to get to the to the next hotel. You can just walk on that little, I call it a hallway, but obviously it's not a hallway, a connector, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to go outside. And I think that was my biggest misconception, going to Vegas, was like, oh, that people say, oh, well, you just walk next door to the hotel. You know, it's not like walking next door to your neighbor's house. Like, you might have to walk. Out of your hotel into the next hotel might be what a quarter of a mile. Yeah, it's a bit to of a your walk. next hotel. Yeah. So I think Tisha and them said um, they walked thirteen miles the first day. Right. Tisha and Emily and Brian and Will. <clears throat> so it was a good time though. I think everybody had. I've never been on a trip with fifteen other people, guys and girls, where there was absolutely no drama. Right. Nobody got mad. Nobody got left out or felt left out. I mean, it was just, which I guess dudes, you know, y'all really don't have that drama. But, you know, girls, sometimes that can be a little dramatic. Yeah. Um. But it was so much fun. Like, I want to take the same group back and do it again, like, tomorrow. I know.
0: I uh, uh, It'll be, like, at least twice a day that I go,
1: damn, I wish I was in Vegas. I know. Me too.
0: I'd have so much fun right now. Me too. But damn, I'd be losing my ass right now.
1: Well, next time we're going when it's warm, it was literally 50 degrees in Vegas. If anybody ever says it doesn't get cold in Vegas, they're lying to you. It was 50 degrees with 30 mile an hour winds one night. It was horrific. And I'm not used to being there when it's cold. We only go during the summer. So the next time we go, I want us to go when it's hot so we can do a pool day. Well... Run um, a cabana.
0: I had taken shorts because I figured, <laughs> you know, it's Vegas. It's probably going to be hot out there. Right. And uh, at, with the time difference, I got up earlier. And um, when we went to go eat breakfast one day, like I was freezing mm-hmm. cold. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to get back to the hotel because I'm about to change.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect that. I just took sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy.
0: It was very crazy. Um, what do you want to stay next? What's a hotel you'd like to stay at next? next time we go
1: I don't know Amber and Ben stayed at the Aria once mm-hmm. and they said that it was really nice it's very like upscale to me though being there right like it's it's super posh to me like everything is white and right. um they have gelato and I don't know like it just it was a little more high scale than what than prefer. what I am used to or really prefer staying at Fremont. Right. But um I wouldn't mind staying there one time just to see.
0: Yeah. I um I went with the guys to uh the win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been inside mm-hmm. of there, but it's very similar in that it's you can tell it's just a bunch of rich guys just walking around <laughs> everywhere with hookers. Yeah, with with hookers, like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, something I did want to address what's that up? you and Scott talked about on the last podcast when you got locked in the stairwell.
0: Oh yeah, remember how you said uh, there was no drama. There was no. Nothing.
1: Well, the only drama the only, was me and you. <laughs> yeah, the only little hiccup, The only little
0: <laughs> hiccup was me and you. Yeah. Yeah, what what's your, pr- uh, Scott? Uh, Has a story on it Now tell me your story
1: Well Scott said um, When he came to, He was looking for you And he saw me And he kept thinking He said I don't know how much to tell her Like And I thought And he said I don't know how she knows That he's in the stairwell Um, Scott Jazz called me And told me Hey I'm locked in a stairwell And I can't get out I was dead asleep And that's the phone call That I woke up to At four in the morning and it then four in the morning? Probably. I don't know. I, I have just, no I recollection have of it because I have was, no concept of time when I'm in Vegas. Oh so no. It could have been two o'clock. I don't know. No. Um, But that's how I knew where you were. That's why I was awake and knew what was going on because you had called me. And that's all you said. And then you hung up. And so then I tried to call you back like 50 times and you wouldn't answer the phone. Well, see,
0: my phone was dead at, at that point.
1: Well, I didn't know that at the time. So that's why eventually when I saw you... I was, you know, I was ready to go. I was ready to murder you at that moment. <laughs> like, I was ready to fight.
0: You said it like you was about to, like, roll up on me. Like, you was about to shoot me.
1: Well, because then, I mean, 15 minutes later, no one knows where you are. Can't can't find you. This random stair stairwell that you're talking about. And then you just come walking up. Like, oh, hey, guys.
0: I know. Yeah, at that and point. And I tried to play it off, like, nonchalant.
1: Oh, yeah, like, you were just, you know, Joe Cool. Like, I was like... Ugh. Guys, I've been going like I five mean, minutes. The security what guard the got me out. It's fine. I was ready to mug you. You were gonna mug me? Yeah. I was gonna beat the hell out of you and take all your money.
0: You did do that one night. You did mug me of uh a hundred dollars. Well so there's that.
1: You call it mugging, I call it other things.
0: <laughs> but um it was hilarious because Scott uh Scott said it lasted like an hour that he was looking for me. And in my mind, I lost all concept of time. I thought this whole thing lasted like 15 minutes. And he said, no, dude, we've been looking for you for like an hour. I was like, oh,
1: snap. (laughs) I must have just been clued in like the last 15 minutes. Oh, you were. because When you really started to panic and you called me.
0: Exactly. Because um, my thought process behind all of it was, um, you know, this has been Allison's biggest thing. Uh, leaving on this trip was that I don't get lost and nobody leave me anywhere drunk or anything. That
1: is all that I preached for two months leading up to this trip. And what happened? Y'all, just don't lose him. Because Jazz is like a small child. He gets overwhelmed easily by the sights and he'll Mm -hmm. be looking around and then you've walked a half a block and he's still taking pictures of something or, you know, a video of something. So... He's, he's modern day Kevin McAllister in Home Alone at the oh airport. Oh gosh. Could you imagine if they came out with my own
0: movie, but it was uh, it wasn't Home Alone, it was Lost Alone, <laughs> and I'm lost in the Bellagio or something like that. It would be a with bestseller. A, with the big backpack full of cash.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, I that wish got, I was a McAllister. That took a hard right turn.
0: I'd, I'd take that money and double it on Blackjack. Oh well. And something else I want to talk about, uh, the games. What's your favorite game? Oh, craps, for sure. I never... I, I can't commit enough to craps. Mm, I love like it. You have, to, you have to commit so much money up front, and then... You
1: got to bet big, to
0: win it's, big. It's a gamble. I mean, it's like the game. I mean, it's a gamble. Yeah. It's it's too much for me. Too, it, the risk-to-reward ratio is way too high for me.
1: But I like craps because... You can take a select amount of money, okay, a hundred bucks, and you can play on a hundred bucks for two hours, you can't do that with a slot machine or a blackjack. Yeah. You know, you can play ten hands of blackjack in, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. And then you're out a hundred bucks. Right. You know, with craps, it's constantly up and down and up and down and up and down, and that's why I like it.
0: I don't like my emotions being played with (laughs) like that. I like it. I'm too emotional. Gives me an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much for me. What uh, what are other games you like? You like to play?
1: Mm, if I do play a slot machine, I like to play the hot dice machine. Hot dice. Yeah. What is that? Um, if you get the hot roll, mm-hmm. the bonus, you get to roll the dice huh. until you crap out. So essentially, it's like it's a craps th- slot machine.
0: So. That's why I like it. It's craps on craps. Pretty much.
1: That's all you like to play. That's really all I like to play. And I can locate it in every hotel casino we go in.
0: I don't think I've ever, uh, I don't think on this whole trip I ever saw you play a slot machine. No, I'm not big on slots.
1: I just like to play craps. Do you never play uh, craps at the table? I do, depending on what the crowd looks like. You know, some people are at those tables and they're playing like thousands of dollars. And I roll up with my $100 bill. And they're like, oh, hey look at this kid. Yeah, hi, guys. You know, Play, cash 100? You know, and they're cashing 5,000? No, thank you. They don't want me there.
0: Um, <coughs> one of the ladies, you could tell she she got a little pissed at me because uh, Scott was playing roulette uh, at one point, and he was betting $1,000 every roll. And... I was, like, well, got rich money. I was like, well, let me get in on this. And I put, I think I put like 50, 75 down on the whatever opposite, uh, the opposite of whatever he picked. And she was like, oh, that's, it, it wasn't that it was a no, no, but it was frowned upon was what they made it sound like. Wow. It was like bad juju or something like that. I
1: don't play roulette. Yeah. You know, I'm just.
0: It seemed easy to me and I won some money. So yeah. I was like, hey, heck Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the way I looked at it was someone was going to win money.
1: I don't understand the payout for roulette, so I don't play it very much. I think, I mean, I think it's fun. Amber and I have played it. When we go on the cruise, um, we'll play roulette sometimes. After a couple of drinks, we'll be like, let's go over there and put it all on black.
0: I always like when they, uh, when they toss the ball in there and then they wave their hand over it. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, are you doing a magic trick?
1: I feel like I'm in a movie.
0: I know. It feels very Ocean's Eleven-ish. But no, my favorite is blackjack because I just feel so baller playing blackjack.
1: Nah, I just love I like it blackjack. so much. I don't understand blackjack either. But I mean, I know obviously twenty one. You want to get twenty one, yep, and not go over twenty one. But that's it. That's it. It's it. It's not exciting for me. For me, craps is exciting.
0: Oh, it's exciting for me when I hit twenty one. Well, yeah. Baby, baby. It's
1: exciting for me if I hit a six or eight. Right or nine amber, always bet the nine,
0: I was so pissed off because y'all were playing craps, and I joined in on one, and um I put money on six and eight, and then I was like, oh well, I'm not winning nothing, I might just take my money out and play another game, and when I took it off, that's when six hit, of
1: course,
0: of course, when I take my shit out, you gotta play craps
1: for the long that's the long game,
0: yeah, I'm not no. I'm trying to hit up all of the games.
1: I'm ready for that casino to open in Vegas. I mean, uh, Danville. I know. It'll, it won't be Turks on a Friday night anymore. I'll be like, Jazz, I'm leaving work. I'm going to the casino. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> and we're going to be in debt <laughs> up to our eyeballs.
1: No, I would never. I would never. I mean, you know I got that school system money coming in. Yeah. Paid.
0: <laughs> that yeah. bank account is
1: fat. Exactly.
0: But, yeah, we live... Uh, we live very close to uh, Danville, Virginia and they're about to open a uh, casino over here. Uh do you know when they're opening
1: it? Mm No.
0: But I know it's soon.
1: Probably next
0: year, maybe. Yeah. Hey, that's not far. Not bad. Not far off. We'll be gone to Vegas by then. Definitely. Do you think we'll be able to uh sneak in a Vegas trip this year?
1: Ooh. I don't know, we got a lot of expenses to coming out uh, for twenty twenty one.
0: Thank goodness STEM is hitting.
1: Right. Maybe we'll save the old Stimmy Stim Stim and Go to Vegas right. That'll be our One month No What is six months From April well, That's October Maybe we'll go for Our four month anniversary uh, <laughs> Our four
0: month anniversary Oh my gosh um, But I would like to go back For a one year At least go back For a one year anniversary yeah. Or is there someone or somewhere Else you'd like to go
1: I mean you know I like to go tropical <laughs> I know I know, you hate the beach, you hate anywhere I hate where there's a body of water that I can sit and drink a cute drink in. Fruity drink with some little flower in it. It don't even have to be that, it can just be a pretty drink. I just like to, anywhere where it's warm and sandy and, more, and the water. Hey, I can get them to put some fake me. sand
0: up at the pool in Vegas.
1: We could go to... um. That Hollywood Hard Rock Hollywood casino in Florida. It's right at Fort Lauderdale. That way we could have the beach and the casino. Like the best Stop of both it. worlds.
0: I didn't even know they had that.
1: That's where we were gonna go for the Bachelor Bachelorette party when Vegas was so expensive. That's uh-huh. where Amber and I had looked at had at booking. Oh, and then okay. before we did that we kind of got all got all the prices together and it was pretty expensive too. And I said, let me check the flights to Vegas one more time. Because that was the only thing keeping us from booking. Because the flight was $400 there and back to Vegas. Mm. And And so I checked them the day that we were like freaking out because they were so cheap. And they were $170. And we were Mm. like, we're booking it today.
0: I wish it was still like that. I know. Because I checked the other day just out of curiosity. um, And it was... About four hundred. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I've never went to Vegas as cheap as we went the last time.
0: And how about uh, how long and boring that flight out there was? it's
1: and it's usually not that. I mean, God, this podcast it makes me sound like an alcoholic, which I'm really not. But Mm. mm, mm, mm. Mm. um, no, I'm kidding. But with you know, they don't serve any alcohol on the plane right now or anything. You know, so that's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, I know. They'll serve anything. Mm -mm. All they give you a little pretzel bag and water. Like a shot of water.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was pretty disappointed in the flight, but I think it was also a good thing because we kind of all had our head on straight when we got there, which was good because we had so many people that had never been before that kind of wanted to take it all in. So it wasn't bad. I mean, it was fine.
0: Uh being that you've been to Vegas so many times, uh, and this was my first time, what were uh what were some of the things that uh you wanted me to see? Like that first time people
1: I mean I think that for you, me that you think is important for people I to want see. everybody to see what Vegas looks like at night. And that's yeah. why I loved riding the high roller at night, especially the first one, because mm-hmm. you got to see the entire city lit up. To me, I mean it's just beautiful. The fountain at the Bellagio, which I don't know if you ever got to if got to go see that at all. But um, that's really neat to see. But it was so cold, nobody wanted to go walk up there and stand outside because it's like a ten minute, ten or fifteen minute show. Goodness. Um,
0: well, see, I never even went to see the volcano show right outside of our hotel. (laughs) Well, me
1: and Lindsay saw it by accident one night. We were coming back across from the link. Yeah. Um, it just happened to be going off. But anyway, I think our listeners are probably asleep and tired asleep? of hearing about Vegas.
0: Are you serious?
1: Well, if you don't love Vegas like we do, they're probably like, move uh, on. Uh, whatever. Please. It is my
0: podcast. <laughs> I will talk about what I want. No I'm Super. kidding. Super. But um uh I wanted to get into like more stuff about us. Okay. So, um, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, let's start off with um our first date. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about our first date. I'll let you start.
1: Oh, wow. I don't even know what to say. We went to eat. It was um, so
0: romantic, obviously. Oh, it was
1: so romantic. We went and ate Mexican food, and then we went to the car wash, and I thought, okay, well, this will be, you know, something fun to do. It's not going to a movie. We can talk, <laughs> kind of get to know a little while more While we each wash other, my car. While we wash my car, <laughs> and Jazz sat inside of my car while I washed it the entire time, and... I'm not going to say that I was turned off by that, but I was not pleased. I was not enthralled with conversation like I wanted to be.
0: Well, I've also <laughs> I've also never been on a date where I've had to wash your car.
1: <laughs> okay, so maybe that was poor planning on my part, but I didn't know what else to do. Like, there was nothing else to do at the time around here.
0: And, you know, I can't remember if... Did you even dress up, like, get, like, really dressed up for that date? I don't think you did, because I think you had, like, a gray shirt on in Crocs.
1: No. Then that wasn't our first date.
0: No, no, no. I think we had, I think we had been, I think we went to the car wash first, and then we went to eat. What did you have on? I can't even remember.
1: I don't know. I can't remember. You know I'm not romantic like that. (laughs) I can't tell you what I wore yesterday. (laughs) I have no idea.
0: But I still look back at that sometimes and go, "Oh my gosh!" Like, and now we're here.
1: Oh my gosh! What? Oh my gosh! Like, oh my gosh! I can. (laughs)
0: Like, yes. First of all, I sat in
1: the car while she washed. I didn't know
0: what to do. I was like, "Am I supposed to get out and help her? Does she want me to? If I get out there, what the what the hell am I gonna say? Like, (laughs) hey, you you missed a spot. Oh wow! You know, like all I think about is, wow, what a first date. How thrilling, I mean, when we tell our kids this story, I bet you they're gonna go bananas,
1: well, and I think it was like lunchtime, too. We had gone on a lunch date,
0: yeah, and at the uh, at the time, you know it wasn't like we had said, "Oh, we're going out on a date, we're just right. like, oh, let's meet
1: up, yeah, I think it was just like more of a hangout, like but, hey, but yeah, it let's was technically
0: our first date,
1: yeah, I guess yeah. If you want to consider it that, yeah, I mean,
0: uh, down the road, I'm sure we'll come up with some elaborate story. Yeah, that we'll, we'll just
1: make case. up what we don't like about it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, tell everyone, uh, how we met.
1: Um, at the gym.
0: At the gym where I train at. Team Rock,
1: shout out Team Rock.
0: Shout out them. And um,
1: how did we meet? Um. Well, let me see. For the first okay so Amber and I joined the gym and for the first six or seven months Chaz never spoke to us at all um which was fine because I mean we didn't go to the gym to meet guys we were just there hanging out working out um so then it was I can't remember like I think we just kind of got to talking and was like hey we just became friends
0: yeah because we
1: talk and snap and that was it
0: yeah we uh we were friends for the longest time
1: i mean i tried to hook you up with other people yeah i know you know and then he just decided he didn't want to be hooked up with anybody because he loved me see i just didn't i just didn't know it at the time exactly yeah and i definitely was not looking for anybody no. I mean, I joined the gym because of a terrible heartbreak that I never thought I would recuperate from. Yeah, so it was all part of God's plan. He knew where to send me.
0: And then here
1: I came swooping in. And here you came swooping in <laughs> two years later. <laughs> right,
0: but um, yeah, it was uh, it was crazy because um, listening to your side of it and um. I basically looked like an asshole for, like, the mm, yeah. the first couple years of uh, you knowing me.
1: Yeah, but then when I got to know you, I realized you were just really, and that's not a negative thing when I say that, you were just awkward. Yeah. You know, like.
0: Like, like tell them what's a common misconception of, of me.
1: Oh, people think that you're just a jerk. <laughs> and I'm like, he's really not. He just does not know how to be social. Or he is go- only social on his terms, which is probably the most frustra- frustrating quality that you have, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because I am so social, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, the more the merrier, let's go, let's never sit at home, let's always be going and doing and having a good time with a lot of people, and you're like, yeah, um, no. no. Can you just go with Amber? Can I just stay home and you go with Amber? It's been going... Uh, can I just stay here? And that's probably the most frustrating thing for me mm-hmm. because I'm just not used to that.
0: And I don't think I ever really uh, paid attention to it and like really analyzed it. But like I really am. Like yeah, I'm social are. on my terms.
1: You are. And that's so... And people that don't know you are like... Damn, he's just an Jeez, asshole. He's such a jerk. Why is she with him? She's so great and wonderful and nice and fun to be around and social. But he's and just then like there's Jaz. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, I do better now. I like to. You think. do.
1: I mean, I have got to. I got to give credit where credits due. Sometimes it's really bad, but then most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, you at least fake it and pretend like you're happy to be there. Yeah. And that's what counts.
0: What uh people don't know and they uh, uh once we get video we'll be able to have video evidence of this, but she's uh she was holding her fist up, waving it at me like, Yeah. yeah. You do much better now, right?
1: He's a liar also. Yeah. Listeners don't believe anything that he says. Everyone help, please, help. No, you you honestly do better. Yeah. But I will, you've gone from being awkward and not wanting to socialize to now you socialize 50% of the time. Yeah. Which I'll take at yeah. this point.
0: Yeah, we've gotten to a, uh, a good balance.
1: Because I also have to realize that not everybody likes to be going and doing stuff all the time, yeah. like me.
0: And see, the thing is to, like... With my hectic work schedule and training schedule, like I'm not going and doing like you are, right? Exactly, but I'm going and doing
1: right. Like, you're just doing going and doing things that you like to do, exactly, instead of things that I like to do, exactly. I mean, perfect balance.
0: I do mm, what I want, yeah, you do what you want. End up, everyone. Is it? <laughs> no, that's where I, uh. I think I learned the greatest lesson was that I needed to make time for my loved ones.
1: Yes, thank goodness.
0: Because that was that really started to balance things out better.
1: Well, and I had to learn that sometimes it's okay to stay at home and save money. have a relaxing night and save money. Yeah. gross I don't even like to say that because I don't mean that
0: at all whenever you hear budget you go
1: exactly that's a cuss word
0: exactly but we've had to do that these past couple of weeks
1: yeah I mean I'm I don't understand why I wasn't born independently wealthy Mm -hmm. but a girl can dream
0: exactly why couldn't I just have millions and millions of dollars just right out of birth exactly it would have been so nice
1: yeah it would have been nice
0: yeah um so now that we're talking about our qualities and things of that nature mm-hmm. tell me what um before me i think you had had a list of uh list of this this one made me think of this what were the qual th- what were the qualities in a guy oh you were looking gosh. for
1: i don't remember I'd have to pull the list. Well just
0: up. um just go off the top of your head. Um, what were the qualities of in a guy you were looking for?
1: Someone that had good morals. <laughs> like these are so generic. Um a good personality. Well hey,
0: I mean sometimes you can't even find that uh in every relationship. True. Good morals.
1: Um somebody that wouldn't cheat. Right. Um a chivalrous guy. Right. You know, I'm I'm old school. You're very big on chivalry. I'm old school, so I love chivalry, and I don't mean like you know, crazy stuff, but you know, being a gentleman, just somebody that was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, had motivation and drive and was a hard worker. People that I had dated in the past, that seemed to be the common theme was they did not want to work, and I ended up sliding into a caretaker mother role. I think mm-hmm. of trying to take care of them and encourage them. And I wasn't getting what I needed out of the relationship, which right. was that same support and encouragement. Right. Um. So, yeah, those types of things. I see.
0: And obviously uh, someone with great hair. Oh, obviously
1: great hair. Great
0: hair, soft skin. Mm-hmm.
1: Cute butt. <laughs> the truth is, is that you're completely. caramel color. Uh, As far as some things go, we're complete opposites.
0: I know. Uh, Highlight some of those things.
1: Like, you're unlike anybody I would have ever sought after.
0: Oh, my gosh. I can't wait
1: to get into this. You know what I mean? Like, you hate country music. I I, live for country music. uh, I love going to concerts. That is not your forte at all. Oh, I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. I love a concert. I just don't like a country concert. Okay. Don't get it twisted.
1: Um. You know, guys that drive trucks. <laughs>
0: you ain't never gonna catch me driving a truck. I told you. You the, drove
1: my truck. Uh,
0: when I had to change the oil in it. Oh my gosh! Those are the only times I would drive your truck. That's something. Uh,
1: you know, country boys. That was more my speed. Yeah. Country boys that like to, you know, get dirty. Wear wear boots, not cowboy boots, but you know, like work boots, That's dipped. A... You know hunted some type of animal, played in the mud for fun. You know, complete opposite of you. So, complete opposite of me. Pretty much, nothing yeah. Nothing I want to
0: do. Instead, yeah. you wanted to go for the little brown boy with big hair that wanted to lay on the couch and do nothing.
1: Exactly. I have no idea how that even happened. Exactly. But, you know, they say opposites attract, so I'm going to keep riding this gravy train till it runs out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I told you, number one, why I don't like driving a truck. Because I feel like it is very big and that I'm going to hit something uh, eventually.
1: Well, I mean, you, that Honda you drive is small you've hit something with that, so <laughs> you can't blame Exactly. That.
0: Imagine if it would have been a truck. I would have took the whole house out. Oh, my God. No. Sorry to that mailbox. Um,
1: oh, it was a mailbox? No. See, you've oh, gotten your last, you told me it was, trash cans, it was mixed a trash can.
0: I'm getting it mixed up. It was a trash can, mm-hmm. not a mailbox. It looks like a mailbox. It was a true. trash can, not a mailbox. I promise.
1: For, let me set the scene. I get a phone call from Jazz. <laughs> um, Allison, I just want to let you know that um, this truck ran me off the road, and I hit somebody's um, hit somebody's trash can. I was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Yeah, I'm fine. Did it mess the car up? No, no, it's fine. The entire mirror is hanging off when he gets to the house. It wasn't
0: hanging off. The mirror broke off, and that was it. Well, that was he it. He had
1: to replace the whole mirror. I mean, I did because the mirror broke off. Anyway, I'm just saying.
0: But well, well, we'll tell my side now. It was one of them big uh, towing trucks that had the long, the wide ass bed. And when it was coming, I had to, it was like on a curve, and I had to come out a little bit more than usual. Well, it was uh, the day they rolled trash cans out, and I guess they rolled it out too far, and my fucking mirror hit it.
1: Hmm.
0: Hey, I've got witnesses.
1: That you would pay to lie for you if they needed uh, to. that's Cap. Exactly.
0: One of, is my sister, and she would never lie, ever, ever. Okay. <laughs> but no um yeah i would n- now i could never drive a truck i'm more of a jeep guy more of a jeep
1: guy i have to take a jeep yeah more
0: of a jeep guy what um so whenever that
1: what else you got for me what i feel like i'm know? killing this podcast
0: killing the podcast let's see um what's it like being with me
1: <laughs> Depends on what day it is.
0: Give uh, give a uh, an outsider uh, oh a look into gosh. what it's like being with me.
1: I mean, it's all right, I guess.
0: No, yeah. so I'm just kidding. It's okay. It's okay if you <laughs> no, don't I'm like. Uh, uh, late night coming home, late nights.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of laughing. Yeah. a whole lot of usually laughing usually a lot of laughing at me. Yeah, a lot. A lot of dancing.
0: A lot of silly dances.
1: A lot of dancing. A lot of singing, which you hate, but I think you secretly like it. Mm. Um,
0: It's funny because we do the <coughs> exact same things, but it gets on my nerves when you do it.
1: <laughs> okay, thank
0: you. Uh, it's so hilarious. Like I'll just walk around and sing all the time, but for some reason it gets on my nerves when you do it. Well, I think it's because you do it like an opera singer.
1: Not all the time.
0: Like It can't be like... To the window, to the wall. It's got to be, to the window, (laughs) to the mm -hmm." wall.
1: Well, I just like to add a little bit of spice to it. Yeah, you add a ton of spice. My own flavor.
0: You get the whole bottle and toss it on there.
1: No, I mean, you're pretty fun. I'm okay. You're okay. That's it? No, I mean, I I like you a little bit. A little bit?
0: I mean, I'd say you're, you're marrying me, so.
1: Right. No, I very much enjoy being with you. I laugh all the time. I see. 99% of the time. 1% of the time, you're super moody, and that drives me insane. Mm-hmm. But 95% of the time, it's all fun and games and great conversation. I see. Yeah.
0: Well, we what have really good conversations. What questions do you have for me? I've asked no, you No, what's
1: best. it like being with me? What's it like being with Like you? a Broadway musical?
0: Mm, like a Broadway musical that ends in a uh, slipknot finale. <laughs> it's just a roller coaster, like an like Crazy Train. Wow! It goes from uh, Broadway to Crazy Train really quick. Keeps you on your toes. Exactly. It can be fun one minute and then angry outburst.
1: I don't have a lot of patience. Yeah. That's my biggest. Well, my personal, that's my biggest flaw. Is I don't have a lot of patience.
0: We had a little uh questionnaire. I thought that was really cool uh at our bridal shower. Oh yeah. Where they would answer questions about us and I couldn't wait for them to get to the part where it said who's the most patient.
1: Mhm. Not yet. Uh
0: well then. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we um the uh the day it was a couple of days before um we had to send in the answers um we were debating on some of them it was uh who's got the most shoes what else was it who's
1: the early bird
0: who's the early bird who's the uh better neither. who's the better cook neither. Yeah, neither yeah
1: we both have our specialties
0: cooking is not one of them
1: i mean when we cook we all we both have our specialties of things I mean, that we cook i mean when you cook
0: jerk. it's good it's just
1: when you cook it's good uh-huh.
0: I'm more cooked. Just You got
1: the air fryer stuff down. Oh, yeah. I and mean, I have certain recipes down. Yeah. You know?
0: My thing is, is it's like you said. You've said before. I don't uh, live to eat. I just eat to live. So I can eat like a tuna pack and right. an avocado and be fine for lunch.
1: And I would not be caught dead eating either of those two things. Right. Tuna or an avocado. No, thank you. Right. I just like, assume I to never sit here and be hungry big. and pout.
0: Right. Like I'll just cook up a thing of chicken and like not enjoy it, but eat it anyway.
1: And that just is because just because it's just so I won't be hungry. Awful thinking to me.
0: Yeah. And that's when I. That's when uh, we both kind of look at each other. and We're like, you want to order takeout?
1: So El Pollo Firsties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't have many questions for you. I wish that I did. Like I'm trying to think of some off the top yeah, I know. of my head. Yeah, no, I feel
0: like all we've gone over is my qualities. Like, we need oh, i
1: know. I know. Wanted to go for yours. Well, let's go. Let's like, hear what, it.
0: Like my, s- like what's my side? What's okay?
1: What um?
0: What's my story about
1: What me? qualities about me do you not like? Tread lightly. <laughs>
0: qualities about you that I don't like. I don't like that you're so perfect. First <laughs> of all, okay. You shouldn't do that because then it it doesn't make me uh look so great. You need to stop it.
1: No. Now for the real answer. No. Um, you can say it. I have a terrible attitude. I know that's what you want to say. Uh, yes.
0: Yes, very well documented. <laughs> yes, very well documented. There are things. Uh, it, I don't know if it's necessarily your attitude or the things that you do when you have an attitude. Like slamming uh, cabinets, <laughs> slamming uh, light switches <laughs> on and off. Like, honey, I know you're mad. You ain't got to hurt the light switches. (laughs) They didn't do nothing to you.
1: He's not in an abusive relationship, if that's what you all are wondering. I just have some anger issues, apparently.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest thing is, like, you've told me on multiple occasions, like... Stop saying that. You're making you're making people think I, I really am a, a beast. Right? Be like super. I beat you every day. Exactly.
1: And I do not. So, well. What do you love about me? What's your favorite quality about
0: oh me? Oh my gosh. My favorite quality about you that you retain so much body heat. <laughs> that comes really in handy during the winter. I
1: don't think That's considered a quality.
0: I love your internal body temperature.
1: Shut up.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm like a human. I mean, I run hot.
0: Exactly. Like
1: a diesel engine.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you run you run hot in patience and run hot in You guessed it. In temperature.
1: You got it.
0: No. Um what's my favorite quality about you? Hmm. I don't know. There's so many. I'd probably have to say like, uh, like yes, you you know, uh, you do get an uh, attitude sometimes, but you're also very patient and understanding. I would say.
1: Say that one more time. I
0: said you're so also. I can document it. You're also very patient and understanding, like when, like when I'm in a funk or in a bad mood, like. You understand w- either why I'm in a bad mood, or you understand that hey, like, I should keep my distance. Right. Like Now's not the time. <laughs> right. Like you're, like you're willing to, uh, to step back and be like, okay, he might just be in a mood, as opposed to me. Or I'm gonna be like, oh, well what the fuck did I do? Right. I do shit to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I like that you do things like that. Mm-hmm. I like that you um. Bring me uh, little snacks every now and then oh. when I don't ask you to. Like from like work parties and stuff. It's always very nice.
1: I like that you are very forthcoming with how you feel. Like with your your words and your actions. Like in front of people. Like you don't care. It doesn't embarrass you to like hold hands or hug or, you know, come up and be like oh my god I love you so much you know just stuff like that like you don't you don't care what other people think Mm -hmm. and I think that's a first for me like I've dated guys in the past that were like I don't really like public displays of affection or you know just dumb stuff like that
0: I think they're too hoard.
1: yeah they're too cool too cool to show my girl that I care about her right and you're so opposite of that sometimes that's why I laugh because it catches me so off guard right because you're just so open with it
0: that's something that I've uh I've tried to uh uh like openly make fun of because uh we talk a lot about the at the we talk a lot about the wedding and you know what am I what am I going to do when uh you walk out and um I always like to tease you and tell you you know Psh, I ain't going to cry. I ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to stand there and just look cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. Gonna just look cool. I ain't gonna, you know what? I'm going to be stone cold face. I ain't going to do nothing. Right. right. Yeah. Let's uh let's tell them what we said was it this weekend when I said if you come busting out laughing. Oh, and I'm you be know so I will. Mad because
1: you know I will. Because when I get nervous, you know, some people everybody has their thing that they do. When I'm nervous, I laugh hysterically. I know. And I cannot help it, and that—that's just what my body does. I know, and so I feel like when they open them doors, that's what the first. But then I think I'll be able to to really kind of rein it back in once I just get it out in the open.
0: I know. I uh, I told you this weekend when we had our uh, bridal shower, and uh, we were in front of all those people opening gifts and uh, and um, showing everyone everything and. Uh, I could tell you were nervous because you were very, like, jittery and, like, uh, just, you could tell you were a little uncomfortable.
1: I'm super uncomfortable being the center of attention.
0: And I told you, uh, and I told you I said, you better not be doing that on our freaking wedding day. I was like, if you come out, if you come out there and I'm over there uh, crying my eyes out, freaking sobbing, and you come out and, like, hysterically laugh at me, (laughs) I'm going to be so mad.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not, just keep this in mind. When you see me, if I bust out laughing, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing to keep from turning around and running the other way because people are staring at me. That's why.
0: You act like, you, you act like you've never been in front of 200 some people.
1: I mean, I have, but on my terms. <laughs> I mean, I took dance for 10, 12 years, but I was up there with a group of people or another person. You know, at this point, Everybody's just gonna be staring at me,
0: right? How and, awkward! Um, and uh, it's nothing for me because I've stood in front of that many people to watch people t- for people to watch me get my face bashed in. Yeah, like I've so never. it's very. It, it's it's not nerve wracking for me because in uh, in other scenarios I've gotten my friggin' face pounded
1: in. And that's why I didn't like to play softball. I played one game of softball when I was in the seventh grade. Until I and then I had to go up and bat by myself and I thought, no dog, this ain't for me. I will only play team sports from now on.
0: Did you when you went out there to uh bat, did you do the old Babe Ruth point? You know like, I didn't. I didn't you do were that. I'm like, gonna well, knock this one
1: out of Mm-mm. the port. I was just trying not to throw up. That's all my concentration was on. Was on not throwing up and not getting hit by the ball. That was it. Hmm. Softball was just not for me at hmm. all. I was more of a volleyball kind of girl yeah what uh cheerleader for you know what it was
0: what are all the sports you tried to get into
1: the, you mean that I actually played yeah uh, just volleyball and cheerleading no but you
0: didn't you try other sports
1: oh i mean i played basketball for one year yeah, i want school. you to i want you to highlight i was your, the hack
0: man what does that mean
1: i mean like they put me in because i because i fouled <laughs> everybody i mean i was the hack man i was the go-to yeah. I was awful.
0: You look, you look like you would be the hangman.
1: I was because I was rough. Mean. Yeah. No, I was. You're just very rough. rough, actually. Exactly. I have no in between. I'm either on zero or a hundred. I mean, I have no in between. So when they needed somebody to foul, that was me. That was my job.
0: I always tease Allison and um, tell her uh, her about her shoulders because. Oh. <laughs> When she when she has that mean look in, sh- in them shoulders or because uh not only does she have broad shoulders but she also like when she gets stressed out or mad like they go up <laughs> and so she looks extra mean. and I extra look like a tough.
1: linebacker. He doesn't want to say it, but I do. I look like it's, I could play for the Carolina Panthers.
0: <laughs> so imagine that coming at you at <laughs> a very grade, slow a little, rate of speed. is <laughs> a little girl. Like imagine yeah. that coming at you. Yeah. I can say I've experienced that because you're um when you were doing um kickboxing and stuff like that, you um you were tried out sparring. And at Ugh. the time at the at the time I was fighting, so I was still doing striking. And um we me and you sparred a couple of times. Yeah. just playing around uh and there was no playing around with you. Mm-mm. Like, there, it was just 0 to 100. Right, because... There was no in-between.
1: It's I live my life in fight-or-flight mode.
0: Oh, I know. And 100. if you're
1: trying to hit me, I think you're trying to kill me. And so I'm fighting. Exactly. Fight uh, with everything that I have.
0: That was always my problem, because I was never in fight-or-flight. I was like, I was chilling. <laughs> you couldn't commit. <laughs> no, I couldn't commit.
1: No, but that's just the way that I am. There is no in between. There's no gray area.
0: No, like I'd come in at you and you freaking swing at me. I'm and
1: like, swing for the fences. Geez. Yeah.
0: But then I'd but then I'd hit you back and you'd panic. Like right. you would immediately shut down. Yeah,
1: because yeah, exactly. Fight or flight. That's <laughs> me. I'm either gonna beat you to death or I'm out of here. <laughs> There's no in between. It
0: was so hilarious seeing you in all that gear.
1: That's why if I was in the UFC, I would be the kid always looking for the knockout. That would be me. Every punch would be at one million miles per hour.
0: And uh, keep in mind, Allison is like, what, 5'4",
1: 5'3"? I'm a solid 5'4". Five, five, with shoes
0: four, on. 5'4", <laughs> big shoulders, angry look coming at you. Just going, hee, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It is and so then when hilarious. you would come at me, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just shutting down. I can't. And help I'm
0: it. like, Allison, you go, s- you look so tough, and then you shut down. I'm like, what are you doing? I
1: know it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't
0: it doesn't make any
1: sense at all? Because I was always scared I was getting kicked in the shin. I know. And then I, w- I would die. That, that that would physically kill me.
0: That was your uh, that was your biggest thing was getting kicked in the shin.
1: Yeah, that was my Achilles heel. Was getting kicked in the shin.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that one time where we were sparring, and uh, we rotated partners, and I went with Amber, and she went to kick, and she kicked right at my elbow. Yes, I do. I remember thought it was that. you, no, but now that I remember back, it was Amber. Yes. She went to kick, and her foot, uh, yeah. like the the top of her foot, hit me right at the point of my elbow, and
1: it swelled up quick and bruised.
0: She went down so she quick. Yeah.
1: She collapsed.
0: I need to remind her that story because I still crack up about it sometimes.
1: I know you love situations where Amber either gets hurt or almost <laughs> gets hurt, like when her twisting her ankle the other day. You're like you could not stop laughing about that. I was I like, "Well, she might, you know, have, was, be in a boot for the wedding." But
0: see, I'm like that with anything. Like I laugh at the most fucked up situations, but then yeah. I look, but then I go back and go, "Are you okay, though?" are you all right like there's been there's been many times where uh like me and you have just been play fighting or whatever and like i'm like oh that couldn't have hurt and i'm like and then we everyone walks away or something i'm like are you okay
1: (laughs) well it doesn't help that i say ow to everything no matter if it hurts or not
0: i know tell them um What's your least favorite quality of mine? I can already, I can already uh, think of it. I already right told
1: now. them what my least favorite quality. Well, was I mean, other was. least favorite quality. What's oh. something
0: that I do that irritates the hell out of you? Oh my how, God. Come on, how can you not think of it?
1: I don't know because I'm on the spot. What?
0: I step on your feet a
1: lot. Oh my gosh! How don't How could you, you dare. not remember? Jazz. Ugh. But c- probably because I've tried to block it out. <laughs> I mean he always he's always like trying to hug me or dance with me and I he's like you always pull away from me you always pull away and I'm like because you always step on my feet and it's not just one time it's like four times in a row because his feet are huge and he just tramples all over everything like a bull
0: Yeah they are. Mm. Yeah they are. Very huge.
1: His big little big little man feet. Exactly. Jesus. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I crush your feet all the time. Like you crush
1: my soul. crush my
0: soul. What, um, now. Oh, you might not like this. You might not oh, like what Jesus. I'm about to get into.
1: I'll just say pass like I'm on family Feud. You
0: might not like this. What do you think about this lockdown?
1: Don't you dare. About covid what do you think about COVID? Ugh, I think it's stupid and I'm over it. I'm done with COVID.
0: Because a lot of the things that you do are uh, centered around social gatherings and uh, things like that. Like, there was, a, tell them how many concerts you had lined up and that got canceled.
1: I had nine concerts for the year of 2020. hmm And I think I got to go to one. Which was obviously but be- before March 14th, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, COVID hit, and the world stopped turning, and so did my social calendar. <laughs> exactly.
0: Honestly, though, if
1: it had not been for golf, I would have lost my mind. Oh, no, Legit was, lost my mind.
0: That was, like, one of the few things we could actually it do. It was.
1: And, I mean, Amber and I were playing golf three or four times a week there for a while, just because we were going insane. And you didn't have to wear a mask on the golf course, and we were looking for any type of outlet just to be social and not have to wear a mask. So golf, it was. Mm. But yeah, the lockdown—it's um—it's run its course, and I'm done with it. And um, so.
0: I don't think that uh, I told them this, um, or I don't think we've brought it up at all. Um, you are a school counselor, elementary mm-hmm. school counselor, yes, and um, what's it been like for y'all during this whole?
1: um lockdown? well, it's been awful um not I mean awful for because I feel bad for the kids because the kids have missed a year of instruction, a year of good instruction um because of all this, and I won't get into politics or. My f- my personal thoughts on COVID, I'll just give the facts of how the school system's handling it. Um, so, currently, we're in plan B. We started out in plan C, which was all kids were virtual, learning from home. Um, and then we've moved to plan B. So, half the population comes on Monday and Tuesday, and then the other half comes on Thursday and Friday. Um, and that is the ones that are not virtual they you have the option to be virtual all year long um, so that's been really tough the teachers have worked harder than I've ever seen teachers work before as far as trying to deliver all this instruction you know online paper packets face to face they're planning for three different ways to deliver instruction and then you have kids that aren't showing up to do any of it which is kind of where I come in my job has kind of really changed moreover to a social worker during the pandemic. You know, finding kids, you know, trying to find them a way to school or a way to get online if they're at home, making sure that they have enough food in the house, making sure that they're taken care of, that their bills are being paid, if their parents have lost their jobs, you know, things like that. Yeah. So Monday, we start back five days a week in-person instruction. That's good. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the kids. I'm ready for them to be back. It is um, a logistical nightmare, and the things don't make sense. So, the classrooms are now, you don't have to social distance in the classroom. You can have upwards of 30 kids in your class, but you can't eat in the cafeteria.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, but you can have all these kids in your class, and you can have mask breaks, but they have to wear their masks on the playground at recess. In the so, open air. Yeah. You Aren't can, they
0: doing outside dining? <clears throat>
1: um. Yeah, not at the school system.
0: But yet they have to wear their mask. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And then you can have regular capacity on the bus now. So that's two to three kids to a seat.
0: And you can't guarantee that all those kids have their mask on.
1: No, not the whole time. Not with one adult, one driver hmm. to 75 kids on a bus. But you can't eat in the cafeteria. So that's my issue with COVID right now is that the rules continue to change and they don't make any sense. They contradict each other. And, you know, everything's supposed to be wonderful now that everybody's vaccinated, but it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And the mental and social issues that the kids are going to have from this pandemic, that has yet to be seen. You know. It's gonna be really interesting next week when they all come back and they haven't been in school for a year. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had we have a set of students at our school that have not been to school yet this entire year, virtual or in person. So they have over a hundred absences mm-hmm. and their parents contacted the school today and said, Oh, they'll be back on Monday. So we're in, we have 9 weeks left to school when you're going to send your kid back and you think that they're going to be successful? Mm. It's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. And I think it makes it very tough on the uh on the staff having to not only teach kids so many different ways but also having to track down kids and Yeah. It it's crazy and um I think what's made it so tough on uh counselor's also is that uh your job is very dependent on the kids being there. Correct. So when they're not there you're like, you know, you're you're still working but it's it's not as uh
1: well it's a different kind of work. You're just doing different things. Right. You know, you're trying to make sure that the kids are there or in the right intervention group, you know, for what they're missing, what they've missed this past school year. You know, they're they're struggling in this area, so we need to make sure that all the kids struggling in this area are in an intervention group and that there's an adult assigned to that intervention group with a time and the resources that they need to try to get those kids caught up. You know, and then the kids that aren't there, you know, their parent or parents have lost their jobs, and so they haven't come back to school. They haven't been able to pay their rent or pay their house payments, so they've had to move. Well, you don't know where they've moved to, so, you have these kids on your roster. you can't get in touch with anybody. You don't know I mean, you assume that they're alive, but you don't i mean for lack of a better term, you know if they're dead or alive, you don't know where they are yeah. you know the explaining the importance you know, I was very fortunate where education was a top priority in my house growing up. It was instilled in me and Amber from a very young age. You were gonna go to school and you were gonna do your best like that that was not an not an option um. But not everybody is raised that way. You know, that, that's been the struggle uh, since being back at school is that the parents that don't make education a top priority, their kids definitely aren't. So they're not coming to school or they're not logging into the live Zooms. They're not logging in to do the recorded lessons. And then the parents get mad at the teachers when they get a progress report or a report card and they're failing in everything. Well, it's, you know, the parents... Are upset with the teachers, and you know the teachers can only be blamed for so much. You know, a lot of that starts at home. So, yeah. that's just my two cents.
0: Yeah. And um, it's hard. It it makes it harder for y'all having to do this. Uh, like in the beginning, y'all had to do everything strictly virtual. Mm-hmm. Some of the things you have to be there to do.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, being a parent of a school-aged child in this pandemic, I don't know how you've done it. I, I truly don't. I mean, it's if you are not in education, and let's say you do something else, you work at the hospital, or you um, are a police officer or whatever, you do hair, you don't know how ed- the education system works. You don't know how to help your child, how to make sure that they're logging on, and you have to work. Like, you can't be your, by your child's side 24-7 making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. I I don't know. I mean, parents, I mean, some of them have, I mean, have stepped up and, and made sacrifices and done an excellent job. And that shows in their child's performance and their child's attendance. So, it's really, it has been a learning experience for all parties involved. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: been a tough one. Definitely, um, we've gotten to see uh, uh, both sides of it. Like from from my perspective, the healthcare aspect of it, and your aspect of it being the uh, the school system mm-hmm. part of it. I feel like those are the two uh environments that have gotten hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. Because um, I just look at my uh, two sisters, and they're in uh, high school and middle school, and um, sh- they're. Every day I talk to them, they're talking about they're catching up on work they've missed, or their sleep schedule is super crazy, like mm-hmm. that's that's them, and they're getting their work done like imagine the kids who aren't getting their work done, they're just running around doing God right. knows what right,
1: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it's a tough situation, but I hope after Monday, we'll start to get back to some type of normalcy,
0: I hope so. I hope so. We, um, I think that's what I want to get into next. Speaking of normalcy, hopefully we'll see some very soon because we're, uh, we're taking our, uh, Disney trip. Yeah. In a couple,
1: not long. No.
0: Not long at all. 30 some days. Yep. 30 some days. Yeah. Not long at all. And, um, I hope we can get to some normalcy because, uh, Disney's still pushing that, uh, the mask mandate Mm -hmm. the whole state of florida isn't but yet disney is disney's
1: still rocking them covid requirements so
0: i hope we can get some sense of normalcy for them
1: yeah i mean i know they're still doing the the social distancing and the mask wearing and all that but uh you know i don't know like you said i hope we can get some normalcy in the next 30 days before we go to Disney. I mean, I'm sure we'll still have to wear a mask and all that. But, um, you know, a lot of the restaurants that I've heard are not open. And, you know, we've talked about this. If we could go back and do it again and plan a different honeymoon and Disney down the road, we would do that. But we got such a good deal, we couldn't pass it up. Right. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you this. Um, What did you see uh a difference uh, uh, what difference do you see now traveling now that we went to Vegas as opposed to before when you traveled uh before covid because my first experience traveling was during covid right i didn't i didn't know what traveling what traveling looked like before then um, what what were some of the differences you know
1: having saw? to keep your mask on the whole flight i'm just not a masker like it's not for me that it just is what it is, but, you know, having to keep your mask on the entire flight and then not, not being able to be served anything. I just found that extremely weird. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I I don't, I assume in my mind I go, well, I guess they didn't want to serve alcohol because some people get belligerent when they get drunk and I can see an altercation happening about a mask, you know, so I get that, that part of it, but That's really, I mean, traveling in non-COVID times, you can order alcohol, you can order food. They come down the the aisle with a a drink cart, a snack cart, whatever. Um, There's not any of this, like, what we call, like, a grab-and-go bag where they just come and give everybody the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not the way it is, you know, when you travel in non-COVID times.
0: I see. Hmm. Okay. There, uh, is there anything you have jotted down you'd want to ask? I know I had some points I wanted to make.
1: I don't think so. I kind of just wanted to come into this blindly the first time and see how it went.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely have to do it again. Yeah. Um. You know, you, you had to be uh, one of my very first guests on because, I mean, you are a very important person to me.
1: Praise do you think that Theo Vaughn will have me on now that I've blown up? Yeah, clearly.
0: Now that you've made your debut,
1: clearly they'll be asking me to do my own podcast after this. I see.
0: Well, speaking of uh, Theo Vaughn and uh, celebrities, I wanted to ask you a few a uh, few questions. Okay. Name, or at least
1: like quick fire questions. Yeah, okay. yeah. These
0: are like quick fire questions. Name your top three celebrity crushes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Only three? Only three? Only three? Only three? Ah, uh, this is very hard. I mean, can I break them up into categories, like music, I mean, movies? I don't care.
0: You go ahead. Mm. I just need three.
1: I don't know. Who do you think? Chris Hemsworth. For sure. You say, who do I think? I just, I don't know. Chris Hemsworth. Um, God, you know I love Justin Bieber. Uh. The boobs. The boobs has my heart. Um, <laughs> God,
0: Tattoos there's so
1: many. I mean, Tom Hardy, Charlie Hunnam.
0: Okay, that's all you get.
1: Okay, right. sorry. An, I told you enough. I could go on forever.
0: <laughs> what? Uh, What is your... Uh, I know you had said like... Uh,
1: Wait, I want you to answer these questions too.
0: You want me to answer these yeah,
1: questions? Yeah, top oh. five... F-
0: no, right now we're talking about you, see...
1: Oh, here we go. So
0: we were talking about qualities earlier <laughs> and uh, you know, patience is mm, not I one see. of your strong suits. Neither is uh jealousy. You're a bit of a jealous person. Um,
1: hold the bit. I'm super jealous.
0: Yeah, you you'll get jealous in a minute.
1: Yeah. Of a celebrity. I don't care.
0: Exactly. I don't care. What are uh what are uh attractive qualities that you want in a guy? Like they have to have this. Like for example, I don't like girls that have big foreheads. <laughs> okay. I Tyler. know that I know that sounds very uh very shallow. Tyler. Yeah, very Tylerish. But I don't like girls with big foreheads.
1: Um I like guys that smile and laugh a lot mm-hmm. because I like to laugh a lot. Um This is really hard.
0: Not necessarily per- like now we're talking very shallow. Now we're n- now we're not okay. so much personal traits as much as it is just characteristics. Like character tr- Like physical? Just, yeah, like physical.
1: That's what you want to know from me. What physical? Yeah. Um Yeah, definitely a smile.
0: Have to have a great smile.
1: Yeah.
0: Have to dress great. Have to have a great line of uh joggers.
1: Um, I don't <laughs> maybe used to I would have said somebody with good dress, but I'm so used to you now that How dare you. I mean, not that you don't dress well, because you do. Like, when you're dressing up for something, you dress well. It's the everyday stuff where I'm like, did he get dressed in the dark?
0: Do tell them what, uh, a typical a jazz typical outfit. outfit for
1: me. Um, a t shirt, a random pair of joggers. Um, Doesn't have to a, match. No. A pair of socks that don't match anything but have some type of food or anime character on them. And his, um, Plastic black Birkenstock sandals and um, a random fanny pack with 52 cords hanging out of it. And a pair of my sunglasses. I mean, am I wrong? And if it's cold, let's add a hoodie to that outfit.
0: Yeah, always a hoodie because I stay what?
1: Cold all the time.
0: All the time. And you stay what?
1: Hot as hell all the all time all the time
0: all the time Allison, name your top th- top 3 favorite animes right now
1: ew um naruto boruto and pikachu <laughs>
0: <laughs> because obviously you're a anime watcher oh uh, clearly obviously yeah yeah no, thank you. No, Allison doesn't watch any anime. She, in fact, actually calls them cartoons.
1: They are cartoons. How
0: dare you? They are not.
1: They are cartoons. How dare you. I can't believe we're going to have this conversation. Well, if
0: we're going to... If anime is cartoons, then all country music is the same. Liquor, beer, and My Baby Left Me.
1: Mm, not and true. And I'm getting over a breakup. Moving forward. Onward.
0: Okay. Top three favorite artists. No uh, no, um. Uh, genre or anything. Just top three favorite artists.
1: That's unfair because I break all my music into genres. Nope.
0: It's got to be three.
1: Uh, That's very difficult for me. And I don't care for the question. Pass. Pass. I mean all of them. I like so many. Mm -hmm. I could name 12 right now. But I won't.
0: Okay, next question. What is our walkout song going to be for our wedding?
1: Yeah, that's up for you. Remember, we made that pact coming home. We had to make the rest of the wedding decisions for the next 30 days.
0: Uh, boo. I don't know. We have not near down. It's not for me. We oh. have not near down. Well, let's uh, name off the list so, so we can give the, uh, we'll do like a poll and see what the listeners think. I don't think, think we anyone cares what our
1: walkout song is going to be. D- they might. Okay.
0: You mm-hmm. won't, they won't care if you don't ask them. Um, didn't we have three or four?
1: Well, I think it was you wanted to walk out to m- something, Michael Jackson, The Way You Make Me Feel.
0: Or oh, I think it was Rock With You.
1: We need to do um a poll on what our first dance song should be.
0: I know. We can't even decide what we we're going to walk out to. I
1: know. It's too much. Too much. So, what are they? That was it. That was the only one I have written down. Oh my
0: gosh, Allison, it's like you, <coughs> it's like you've had a thousand things to do, and you're super busy.
1: I mean, really. I mean, maybe just a little. Come on now. No, those but are our final decisions that we gotta make before we go meet with our lovely DJ. Oh yeah. DJ Jason French, the mayor. The mayor. The mayor.
0: The mayor. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. Mm. Do you
1: think you're going to have me back on?
0: I mean, I might. Okay, good. I just might. Well, until next time, Allison, we will have you on again, I'm sure. Uh, We'll see what the listeners
1: say. (laughs) The listeners are going to love me.
0: Obviously.
1: They're going to ask me when I'm going out on my own.
0: Exactly. When are you going solo?
1: It won't be long.
0: Right. Um... We're going to have Allison on back again uh, soon. I'm sure it'll be uh, either uh, really close to the wedding or after the wedding. But we'll do a recap and uh, tell you guys how everything goes. And keep you guys updated on everything. We're we're working on a uh, vlog now to uh, document everything that uh, happens leading up to the wedding. So um, we'll have that out to everyone soon. And um, I appreciate everyone for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I'm sure Allison, lovely Allison, enjoyed it.
1: I had a great time. Thanks for the invitation.
0: You're welcome. You know, uh, you know, I, ha- I had to have you on here as the first family member.
1: Right. I'm just so really um, glad that I got to go before Ben. How dare
0: you! Shots fired. Pew, pew, pew. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.
1: Later.